Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49er Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. It is Wednesday. Uh, recording this about, let's see here, 645 just went live. And, man, we got a lot to talk about. 49ers making a lot of moves. We have our Wednesday press conferences. We finished some film. I say some film. We finished film. <laughs> Usually, I try to keep each half to about a 30 to 40 minute chunk of film, Um, but I went overboard yesterday morning. We did over an hour and a half. I think it was like an hour and 45, almost two hours of just offensive film. We still got defensive to go, but we're going to jump into some clips that, you know, we broke down on Patreon. If you want to enjoy the entire (laughs) unabridged version, which I got a lot of very positive feedback from the Patreon members, which is awesome. Uh, Shout out to the countdown crew showing up strong this evening. Sorry, it's late. We got off practice field a little bit late today, but that's okay. Um, And so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Plus the 49ers have made some transactions. So let's get through that. The, you know, why... (laughs) Not Richard Sherman. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about breaking the season up into quarters, what that looks like expectation-wise. We got a lot of stuff. As always, if you have a question in the chat, make sure you tag me at John Chapman. I am a one-man show up here, so controlling all the channels, uh, all the clips, all that stuff, and the chat. So if you tag me, it makes it a lot easier for me to get your question, and I can see it, and I can answer that. So let's jump into some of these transactions. Probably the biggest one is the 49ers signed a cornerback. No, not that cornerback. Not the one everybody wanted. They go ahead and sign cornerback Buster Scrine. 
Um, with Kwan Williams going to be out for a while, he's probably going to go to IR. They haven't transitioned him yet. Um, and Tommy says Buster is not good. Okay, so Buster's interesting for a lot of reasons. Okay, let, let's dive into who he is, what he brings, and why. Okay, he's 5'9", 187. A big reason why they brought him in, versatility. That's the hot-button word with this front office and coaching staff. And he is a guy that can play inside and outside. 5'9", 187. Smaller, shiftier guy. He's started multiple seasons inside. He's started multiple seasons outside. That's what he is. He was a fifth rounder in 2011 for the Browns um, out of Chattanooga. That's what's up. And he's an athlete. There, there, there's no doubt about it. 4'3", 740. 37-inch vertical. He had like a, a low six in the three-cone. Like the dude's an athlete. He's shifty, high upside, all those things. 92 career starts. The dude's, he's a vet by definition. Um, But yeah, he's short shifty, right, Tommy? He, he's, he's not an outside corner, even though he's played out there. But that's kind of the shift that we've made, right? Like most of our corners, mostly he's 5'10". We draft, you know, a six-foot corner. We draft a 5'10 corner. Like we're not going after height anymore. But he's got nine career interceptions, 85 career pass breakups. That's his thing. So if you want to know what Buster Scrine's good at, he's a physical corner, very, very good in the run game, above average run defender, uh, not the best cover guy, which is, <laughs> is it what you want whenever you're talking corners. But the 49ers have a type, <laughs> and their type is physical throughout the, riot, throughout the route, um, even if you get pass interference, which guess what? This guy has 71 career penalties, lots of pass interference calls, but they want physical corners. Uh, that, that, that's kind of what they go after. So physical, huge in the run game, not a liability whatsoever there, but they want him to go in the nickel. That's where they want him to go. Um, so it, it kind of fits with what they want. He's not a starter. That's not what you're bringing him here, in here to do. And I actually, like, I understand the game that we just got through, and I understand that the corners did not look good. I, I totally understand that. Having said that, I actually like our starting corners. I I really, really do right now. Like, whenever I say I like, like, I, I, don't, I don't think we're losing a lot of games in the future because of our corners. Our three starters I'm okay with. Manuel Mosley on the outside. Josh Norman on the other side. Um, yeah, I think that he will play this week. The 49ers seem pretty confident that he will play this week. And Demo in the nickel. Like, that's not an issue. Like, I don't think that... It's the sky is falling like everybody's making it out to be. Now, you lose one of those guys like we just saw when Josh Norman got hurt. Then it's sky is falling. We don't have depth, right? That's the issue. That's what Scrine helps with. This keeps, <laughs> please, number 27 off the field. And, and to be honest with you, I don't mind if number 27 is on the field. I just want him inside only. 27 is not an outside corner. He's not. And they're going to get some extra help because... Devontae Harris, which if you remember, this was one of the players that was probably the last roster spot on the 53-man roster, the initial 53-man, right? Uh, not expecting to keep him, but they kept him. And so they kept they kept him over number 27. He's an outside guy. So he's going to be the first one off the bench on the outside now. So Devontae Harris, this is somebody that the team believed in. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets reps in the next couple games. Um, even if, you know, let, let's say Josh Norman doesn't return this week. I think he will. But if he doesn't, I could definitely see Devontae Harris in the mix at outside. Keep Demo inside. Put Devontae Harris outside. Um, I'd be cool with that. Or move Demo outside and bring number 27 or Scrine inside. I'd be cool with that as well. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of where we are there. Now, 
Oh, my light's flickering. Uh-oh, what's up? That must be we're doing good. We're surging, baby. That, that, that means we're putting out great content, right? Go 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, now, the, the other, I think this one's very, very important. They have activated the practice window for Dante Harris, like we Devontae Harris, the cornerback like we talked about. But also, Maurice Hurst, baby. This is huge news, okay? And again, why? Okay, why? We have talked about how the defensive line has been the identity of this 49ers team for so long. Here's why I think this is great news. He is a run stuffer with upside. I think that he moves into that Bravo group on the inside, and now we don't get gashed up the middle anymore. We got Kinlaw back with our starters. He shut that down real quick. But then whenever we subbed in our Bravo group the last two games, they're getting killed up the middle. Uh, you know, everybody's getting to Fred Warner. Um, they just can't, you know, they just, they're, they're not playing. with Contavious Street has elevated his play to where he has splash plays, but he has no consistency. He gets blown out of the hole in the run game, or he knifes in the backfield for penetration, makes a play. So it's either highlight reel, or he's getting just blown out of there. Maurice Hurst solves that problem. Now you can let Street be that pass rush specialist, you know, with the Bravo group. And then you got Maurice Hurst as kind of your three tech, you know, extra run stuffer in there with Kerr or whoever else you're going to put in there. So I like this. This is, again, changes the weaknesses in stopping the middle more consistently. Because when we took Kinlaw out uh, all three weeks, week one, he didn't play. And then week two, we came in there when we took him out. And week three, when we took him out, then they started gassing us up the middle. So uh, that's one of the things that I think is important. Um, so I, I think that's a big deal. Let's see here. <laughs> I, I, I want to read this one. This is from Fable. He says, kind of joking, kind of not. But if Ayuk is going to keep dropping passes, how about moving him to corner? <laughs> it's too soon to say yes, but just a thought. Uh, man, I thought Ayuk had a really, really good game. Um, you know, obviously the catches, the touchdown. Uh, but blocking as well, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, he's got the body type for it with those long arms and he's explosive and all those things. Uh, Luke asked this. What's up, Luke? Appreciate you, man. You always come up with great questions. Um, he says, John, are you concerned about Norman taking a shot to the chest uh, from DK? <laughs> I'd like to have him long term, not just this week. Not too worried about him versus DK. I, I mean, the injury that took place is where he came up in run support, I believe, and he took that shot to the chest. Chris Carson's the one I would be worried about, a bigger style running back. You know, DK Metcalf's big, but he doesn't, like, try trucking people. He just runs through arm tackles. That's his thing. And, yeah, I mean, you got to protect players from themselves. That's all there is to it. You know, I preach this to my players all the time. What's the difference between hurt and injured, right? Like, hurt, man, I'm in pain, and that makes me – you know, kind of struggle a little bit. That's one thing. Injured is, I really want to play, but I can't because my body won't let me. And so, which one is he? Doctors, all that stuff. He went to the hospital, cleared. Seems like he's on pace uh, to come back. And he even put out an awesome post, which I really, really liked. Just talking about, you know, body, uh, or sorry, football team, brothers over body, and how, like, you lay it all on the line. And it's, football's a man's sport. Um, you know, I, that's just one of the things I believe in. When you sign up for those contracts and they get paid that money, that's why when I see these guys get paid, these big hefty contract and everybody's like, oh, teachers and uh, I'm a teacher. I get it. Dude, when somebody makes money, celebrate period. That's all there is to it. Like, it, it's not like if they're getting paid, they're taking money from you. That's not what it is. 
So when Josh Norman gets paid, I freaking love it. When Richard Seymour, or sorry, Richard Seymour, oh man, Richard Sherman, I can mess up on his name now. He's not on our team. Signs for a big contract. I love it. I love to see this. Um, and I got a lot of Sherman questions, you know, um, a lot. I, I want to say thank you for Simon uh, from London, one of the best out there. He emailed me, and he's like, man, why not go after Sherman? And today, I don't have the clips for this. I was at practice, came back from practice, ate some dinner. Uh, wife made some awesome chili. It was delicious. Uh, <laughs> and, and I jumped on the mic with you guys, so I didn't have time to cut that up. We do have some clips, compliments of Juan Salas cutting up our Patreon breakdown that we're going to get to. But here's the deal with Sh Sermon, okay? Kyle Shanahan talked about this today. We've been in contact with him, and we wanted to make sure it was right. Here's a couple key things that I think is the reason why Sherman signed with the Bucks. One, he has a chance to start there. And you're like, what? He could start with us too. Maybe. Maybe. But we weren't going to pay him what he got paid. And Shanahan even said the contract had a lot to do with that. They paid him huge up front, like two plus million with 500000 guaranteed. Like they cashed in on him. And I love that so much. That dude, and Sherman even told, you know, Alex, uh, Niner Alex, who's awesome, one of the best follows on, on Twitter, he's friends with Sherman. He talked to him on the phone that night. You got the podcast, you can go listen to it. This was a business decision. He's going to get a play earlier. He's going to get paid more than we were offering him, and he doesn't have to play special teams. So, like, I'm so happy for Sherman. Whenever we play him, if we get that opportunity in the playoffs, I hope we destroy him. But, yeah. I ain't going to lie. I like the Bucks a little bit more now than I did. Football's better. The NFL's better with Richard Sherman in there. He's a great man. Yeah, he had to hang up, you know, all that stuff. But that dude has made a positive impact in every community he has been in. And it's I know he talks trash a lot, but I'll take somebody that talks trash that helps kids. It's always about kids, man. And that guy has put his money where his mouth is. Um, so anyway, take that for what you will. He's gone. It's not happening. I know. It's. I'm mad about it too, but... There's nothing we can do. We we don't play the game of well we should have yeah like man no dude bro don't be that people don't be that podcast. I, I it's funny I I think I turned into a little bit of like a ther like the 49ers therapist if if I was restarting <laughs> this podcast or my Twitter head or something it'd be the 49ers therapist because so often I get emails and Patreon messages and, and DMs about, man, on this podcast, they said this. Can you believe it? And I'm just like, ah, well, yeah, maybe don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and so I always try to, like, talk people back down to whatever. But the they should haves, that's eh, not really my thing, man. That, I, I, let's move forward. Let, let's uh, analyze the past. A history guy, right? I teach history for a living. I love the history. It tells us where we are. So that we can diagnose where to go. Not diagnose it retroactively. Like, that, that that doesn't help, right? That that doesn't help. So take that for what you want. Uh, from DJ, he says, he calls me Josh Chapman. I think Josh is, I, maybe I look like a better Josh than a John. Um, that's okay. I was named after a toilet. It's where I get my name. Um, I don't see us as a playoff team with Jimmy as our quarterback, especially after the loss to the Packers. So DJ, man, let me, I, I disagree wholeheartedly, first off. One, if the playoffs were today, we're in it. I know it's only 2-1, but if you look at the stuff, we're 2-1 in our conference. Every game we played has been a conference game. We're 2-1 in the conference. That's huge. Um, we would be the number 7 seed if the playoffs happened today, which there's a 7 seed now. Now, the season's divided up into quarters, okay? Four quarters. Now, when there were 16 games, this worked out just fine. 
Worked out just fine. Um, and so it would be a four-game quarter. Like, try to get a winning record. You always want to try to get to three wins. Three and one is the goal. Definitely two and two is okay. But three and one's the goal. So if with our bye week being week six and 17 games, you know, it doesn't, it's not very you know, symmetrical. But you got five games in the first quarter, and then we got our bye week. Okay. Then it's second quarter's four games, third quarter's four games, so on. The goal is three wins. So if we get three wins out of these first five games, man, we're on pace. Three wins for each quarter, three times four. That's 12 wins. 12 wins, you're in the playoffs. I think a 10-win team's going to get in the playoffs. 10 and 7 probably gets you in. 11 probably guarantee it. 12, now you're hosting a playoff game. That's kind of the way this is going to shape out. We, we have the metrics. I know it's the first year of this, but it's pretty common whenever you look at it. Now, again, we're two in one right now. We just got to split one of these games. We got to win one game. Now, obviously, you want to win every game, but we just lost the last second of a game to a team that has been in the NFC Championship back-to-back years with the MVP as their quarterback. I'm sorry. I'm not a chicken little guy. That's not who I am. Am I happy about the loss? No, but we fought back from 17 down. Guess who fought back from 17 down? Jimmy did. Jimmy gave us the lead with less than a minute left. He did his job at the end of the game. The defense did not. And, and that's the thing. I, I think Jimmy, I, this, this analogy breaks down at some level for sure. They all do. Jimmy Garoppolo's Tony Gwynn. Maybe, maybe definitely Tony Gwynn's amazing. But it's singles. The dude is efficient. He gets us down the field. Now, has he started off poorly the last two games? You bet your rear end. Am I a Jimmy believer? No. I want Trey Lance to get way more snaps. But to say, like, we're not a playoff team, I disagree there. I understand why people feel that way, DJ. I'm not, like, trying to yell at you. Sorry if it comes across this way. Been a long day. Uh, But, um, yeah, I I totally believe we're a playoff team um, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't think it's close. Um, and, And I think a big reason why that is is whenever you look at what's around him. Look at this. I want to play you a clip here. This is this is Trent Williams, which is a huge bright spot. He's the highest rated offensive lineman in the NFL. Pancaking Preston Smith, who's a pro bowler, and pass pro. It's a quick pass, so I doubt we're going to see much. Nice clean pocket. Ooh, ooh, Trent Williams, baby. Anytime you get a pancake and pass pro, you got to highlight that. Give him silver back. <laughs> know your role watch him like not very many old linemen can do this watch him swipe his hands and just see right here just swipes his hands and just cuts it out from underneath him just puts him on the ground silverback baby yeah, he he's awesome he's just so good and the whole idea here is guess what our offensive line's good they faced an eight-man box with loaded pressure, and we didn't have our run game to neutralize the pass rush. We became one-dimensional, and we still almost won. We still almost won. This I love this comment. Thank you. This is uh, from Mendoza. He says, John, not going to lie, man, but you look better in red than you do blue. Dude, I look good in blue, man. Look at those eyes. They popping, brother. Come on now. You, you, you be a... <laughs> I don't think I look great at either one of them personally, but uh, I, I do love it. Always welcome to roast John Chapman. I tell my students at the end of every year, like I pull up my chair and it's a uh, roast Mr. Chapman, Coach Chapman, have at it, impersonations, all that stuff. It's like one of my favorite things. Like, So, uh, yeah, please shoot your shots, my friends. Um, I love it. Now, as good as Trent Williams has been consistently, 
Uh, we've also got some bad play. Alex Mack, who we brought over, and he's been good. He's been really good. But, man, he had his worst game in a long time. And a lot of it's just the personnel that he was going up against. I mean, Kenny Clark is one of the best nose tackles in the NFL. It's not even close. Dude's a pro bowler, all pro. That's just what he is. But this is a little inexcusable. And I noticed, too, in film as we were going through this, I'm just going to show you one clip of this, he would overshoot his reach. Now, this is on film. So I think he's going to see this a lot more. This is Alex Mack just completely whiffing and giving up a sack. There were several plays where Mack just, the play was beat because of our center. He just whiffed. I mean, that dude, that's a free release as soon as the quarterback turns around. And Jimmy makes a miss. I mean, th this 100% is on Alex Mack. There is no question about it. He just overshifts, guesses. That ain't it, man. Ain't nothing Jimmy could do right there. Nothing he could do right there. And and so, like, you got to wipe those out. Now, we haven't been sacked before a third game. The fact that we made it to the third game before getting sacked is, yeah, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> XOR, yeah, show Jimmy is backwards, Chuck. I don't have that one cut up yet. Again, it was an hour and a half plus, and yeah, it's what it is. So that's there. What's up, Haruts? I see you there, man. Uh, glad to have you, brother. Uh, but here's the issue, and we look at now. Let, now let's jump to practice report today. Let's update who was around where. Okay, Javon Kinlaw out again. This is kind of his mo until he gets back to full health. He's playing. There's no doubt about it. He's going to be starting, but it's his knee, just lingering issues. Kittle was out with the calf. Uh, Shanahan went on to say that he's fine to play. They gave Kittle, you know, an off day last week, this day as a vet day. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's his calf. He's fine. He's going to play. Norman Chess, he, you know, he's still out, but he's running on the sidelines, getting closer to cleared. K1, he's going to be going on IR. And Bosa was out today. Just a vet day. No injury. Um, that dude just, he's he's everything <laughs> for this defense. Him and Fred Warder holding it down. Now, limited, and I think this is great news. 
Elijah Mitchell and his shoulder, he got a limited practice. He's still in the blue non-contact jersey. Fully expect him to play this week. And boy, oh boy, do we need him. Uh, Sermon had an up-and-down day. Now, this is crazy to me, but I went back through and watched all of his carries, and I thought this was his best run of the day, and it only went for one yard. But, again, this goes back to Mac again. Watch Mac again. Allow his guy just to walk through, and Sermon showed some stuff right here. I like this. Dude, that dude just stiff-armed Kenny Clark and kept going. That's pretty damn good play. I've been really hard on Trey Sermon. That's a damn good run. I mean, I, the fact that Kenny Clark gets a free shot at you and you put his put him in the ground, that's pretty damn good. So, again, you're looking for your silver liner on Trey Sermon. That's the play you got to watch. And, and so, like, there were so, – and shout out to, uh, you know, at host Chuck B, who's just the best ever. Like, he saw that live, and he started blowing up my phone and just saying, hey – like, dude, you need to check this out because it's not as bad as it looks. The offensive line was bad. Like, let's be honest. It was really, really bad. So he was able to get some positive plays. It took a while to get his hesitancy out. Um, even tried running backwards on his first carry. Then he had to drop pass, had struggled in pass protection. But we saw some positives. Now, if he's the number two guy, our offense should be able to move because, again, the fullback outsnapped him. As at running back, not uh, like not nobody's complaining about you know Kyle Uzcheck getting more snaps. It's we don't want Kyle Uzcheck as the main running back. That's not what anybody wants. There's no explosiveness there. Yeah, he can do three yards in a cloud of dust, and we saw that. We want big plays in the running game, explosives, right? You got to have a running back for that. Sermon can bring that, but now if you, this allows Kyle Uzcheck to go back to kind of his native position, if we get Elijah Mitchell back. So, curious to see about that, and I guarantee you this week during practices, they're working in on Johnson, Trenton Cannon. They're, they're going to be ready so they're not in the same position they were in last time. So, I think that's important. Now, before we jump to our next one, we're going to hear real quick from a word from my bookie. We've got a special bet this week. Extra bonus. All right. Tom Brady returns to New England for one of the biggest games of the year. Add in Richard Sermon signing with the Bucks. It's huge. Okay, so now whether you're rooting for the Bucks or the Pats, it doesn't matter. Here's why it is exciting to bet with my bookie. Get in on this action, a whole new level. Use promo code 49ers. Here's the deal. Listen to this. 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit like always. But if you use that this week, they're going to give you an additional $20 in free play at the casino on top of the double deposit bonus that they give you anyway. This exclusive deal isn't going to last long, so don't miss out. Go to mybookie.ag and start your winning season today. Remember to use promo code 49ERS. And again, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. You know, the spread for this game, uh, the 49ers Seahawks, the 49ers currently minus two and a half. We're not getting love from Vegas currently because the home team usually gets three. And the fact that we're two and a half says a lot. This is our home game. Yeah, you, so they're expecting Seattle to win this game, especially after the game we just got through. Now, the over-under set at 52, so there's going to be some points scored. Anytime Seattle plays, they have a terrible defense, all that stuff. We're going to spend the entire next episode uh, full scouting report on everything because they got a new offense. So we get we got to go through a little bit of kind of what it is they're working on over there because it's different. It just is different. And, oh, look at this. Don Burr, he says, Bear fans want us to win 
That's so bad, the Lions he's talking about against the Bears because they want Nagy gone. Yeah, Nagy's definitely in contention for worst coach in the NFL and one of the first coaches to be fired because, like, he's got to put <laughs> Andy Dalton back in because if he has one more game with Justin Fields getting hit that much, he's going to be fired. Now, for us, Chicago's a big deal. Man, we are throwing the best freaking party ever. We we, we threw the great party in Philly. Like, I, I want to show you guys this one. Uh, just, you know, the awesome time we had there. But we're adding a tailgate. Oh, we're hosting a tailgate in Chicago. Are you kidding me? But check out this. This is the 40 Hours Rush Road Trip uh, hype video that Dale DeMott put together over at Eats League Fantasy. We had a blast, man. Dude, I freaking love that. And so we're throwing a huge party in Chicago. Gracie O'Malley's the night before. It's the official 49ers party. We're working with them. We're working with the Niners bar. It's going to be bananas. Get your tickets. Head over there, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. But on top of that, unlimited beer and brats the day before the game or the morning of the game. Oh, we're going to be going just over three and a half hours early. It's 30 bucks for unlimited beer and brats at the tailgate. Bunch of Niner fans going to be there. We got some 49ers royalty going to be there. Uh, a lot of other podcast hosts and some people that you guys know and listen to, they're going to be showing up as well. Working on that. I think Vish is coming out. I think Jason Aponte is coming out. We got a couple more people. Delta is going to be there. He's the man. Like, we got a lot of really cool people coming out. Uh, it's a long list, but that's just off the top of my head. So, Again, just to you know, get a tailgate pass, oh, golly, I had no clue how much money that was, but it's what it is. We're going to be hosting that. Again, you get into the, the game, that's freaking $20 beer, baby. <laughs> We're going to give you unlimited beer and unlimited brats uh, for $30. Uh, so, like, that's there. So, anyway, go over there, 40 Hours Rush Podcast. Uh, sorry, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We got limited seats. We're only selling uh, 70 of those. Because we're we're kind of ca we're capping it on how much stuff we can bring, which is hard to do thanks to the Gatton boys. That's what we got going out there. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting. This is per Eric Branch. The 49ers are the first team since the merger, which is 1970, keep in mind, to have 11 different players score the first 11 touchdowns. Nobody has scored two touchdowns yet. What makes it even crazier... George Kittle ain't one of them. <laughs> like, how is it that our best, most electric offensive player on our team hasn't scored a touchdown yet? I don't understand. But the one player that I think we can all agree on, that we were so happy played well, that was Brandon Ayuk. Now, this touchdown pass is special because pay attention who he does it against. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk versus Jair Alexander, and this is kind of where he excels. In route running, Oh. Man, and the ball. You got to give it to Jimmy. 
But this is one of the top two corners in the NFL, top three corners in the NFL. He's having the game of a lifetime today against the Niners. Watch this route. Woo! Shook, baby. Good route, good pass, beats good coverage. It doesn't, they don't match up all the time, though. God, that's good. And, it, like, I'm not trying to throw shade here, but this is the difference and why so many people were upset with Ayuk. These are identical routes on both sides. Watch Debo Samuel up here. And I'm not trying to throw shade, but, like, this ain't Debo's route running skills. That's not what makes him special. It's the same route up here. Watch this. Look at that. Zero separation. It's the same damn route. Down here, against the best corner, or one of the best corners in the NFL, and it just completely owns them. I mean, just creates space, presses to the out, sells it, throws on the brakes, comes back to the QB, and uses ex exceptional hands. Yeah, man, that, that's a hell of a route right there. Now, I see some people talking about, like, oh, you know, Zor said, I, you did dance this time, the doghouse worked. Uh, you're right. And so, like, it's come out through time that the issue was definitely not pass catching or whatever. It was physicality in the run game. It was run blocking. We're, we're the 49ers. We're different. Well, check this freaking play out. This was the first play of the game. Ayuk got 60 snaps. Trent Sherfield got two. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure that's the ratio we want. I want Sherfield getting some more love. But it didn't take long. This was, the I think, the jumbo sweep, if I'm not wrong, with a Kittle. Watch, but in the Kittle's great. There's great blocking. Watch Brandon Ayuk block. This is the difference. They side with the, I mean, look, they got this double edge, double edge out here. And man, he wrong shoulders it. We get outside. Nice block in here. Nice block in here. And you know, Kittle ain't going down easy. Good job, Ayuk. Dang. Ayuk was asked after the game, you know, what, what's one of the things that this year is different than last year? And Ayuk said, oh, I'm a better run blocker. It shows on film. I mean, he, he's locked up out here, number 11, and just maintaining leverage. That's the key thing, and blocking with your feet. That's one of the things people struggle with. That was a damn good block. Third and one. Here we go, baby. That, that was against the starting linebacker who balled out all game. And so whenever you look at, like, okay, we, we know the hands, we know the routes, we know the explosiveness, but the issue's been run blocking, dude balled out. <laughs> like that showed on film uh, against a linebacker so that's wonderful to see now again I, I can't show wide receiver film without showing at least one clip for Debo baby and uh, consequently I thought this was Jimmy Garoppolo's best pass of the day definitely the highest degree of difficulty and again I know I know a lot of people are like oh I you either hate Jimmy or you love Jimmy no man don't be like that you're allowed to use logic. You don't have to be extreme all the time and all that stuff. And again, I'm probably guilty of this sometimes too. But when you listen to a podcast and they're screaming and they're they're angry and all those things, one, it's it's awesome. They're passionate. And I'm glad that that's what they're bringing to the table. But as soon as you get loud and emotional, you start to withdraw rational thought and logic. Okay. Again, the film. I tell my players this all the time. You think you played well? When you watch the film, you realize you didn't play as well as you thought. You think you had the worst game ever? You watch film? No, it's never as bad as you thought. And man, Jimmy made some difficult throws. Very one. This this pass is it was pretty damn tough. So he's he's I mean, he's pulling everything in and this linebacker sat on it. I mean, this is the that's a tough pass. You got to go high. I mean, that that's a damn good ball right there, man.
and again, like, gosh, if Jimmy could just delete those two or three bonehead plays a week, he's got a good game going. It's get, it's like he's doing all right. We're not losing this game because of him. Again, the interception, the should have been intentional grounding, whatever. But this is a strike, man, over his hand. You get to your guy. It's a hell of a catch. But the degree of difficulty on this throw, that's, a, that's like a level nine, man. That ain't easy. This guy needs to, Sanu needs to press that inside first off. But this throw, again, Jimmy's in his motion now. Over this backer, in front of this safety, that is not an easy throw. Especially, I mean, that's that's just a, that's a baller throw right there, man. Let's be honest. Yeah, it and so there's there's plays where he makes, and that's who Jimmy is. And again, if he can get rid of those negative plays, then it's what it is. Hog Hope he asked this: Do you think they'll be able to top the Rams? Because from what I'm seeing, the Rams are going to be number one. I think the Rams probably are number one, um, especially for what they just did to the Bucks. I, I mean, they just beat the defending champions. But keep in mind, we've won our last four games, right? Versus these guys, the Rams. So, yeah, um, they're good. And can the Rams beat us? 100%. They might be the best team of football. But can we beat the Rams? You bet your rear end we can. It's not like, oh, it's over. We don't even need to line up. No, we have had the Rams number. Will that continue this year? Now, that's the question. And we don't, we don't know how that's going to go. We got to wait and play it out in the film. They got a new defensive coordinator, so that's different. But make no mistake. Our defense has had their number. We got a new DC too. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. You know, obviously they got Stafford, but uh, you gotta wait. <laughs> you, you gotta wait. That, that's just that's just what it is. A trip eight, he says, uh, the most all right quarterback in the league. I'd say he's a little better. Again, before the season, I had Jimmy Garoppolo, I think 13 or 14th best quarterback. There's 16's midway point, right? I think that's kind of where he is. He's efficient. Thing is, again, he's singles and doubles. He's not a home run guy. That's just not who he is. But you know who was? You know who was a home run guy? This segue should win an award, I swear. Check this out. Guys, I am here to tell you today, if you need some sports memorabilia, boy, do we have the place for you. ShopRSA.com has some of the best 49ers memorabilia, signed autographed helmets, cards, figures, jerseys, you name it. And best thing, if you use our promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you get $20 off your first purchase over $100. Look at what they hooked us up with right here. It's an autographed Joe Montana jersey stitched on. Look how clean this is. This is incredible. This is for sale right now over there for $179. Use a promo code and get it for $159. And again, here we're giving this away at the uh, 49ers Rush Road Trip at our next location. So I want to say thank you to them. Also put the link um, in the description of this video. So head down there. Again, shoprsa.com. Use the promo code 49ers, 49ERS, 20 bucks off and Get enough people sign up, they're going to give us some more stuff to give away. And that's kind of the goal there. So head over there. Got a birthday, Christmas coming up. Tell the family, look, this is what I want. Head over there. Here's the link. Appreciate the support. It's uh, Miss Chapman's birthday next week. Do you think I should get her a Joe Montana jersey? I think she would be thrilled with that. Um, I think I would also sleep on the couch for a long time, especially because I would buy it in my size. So just in case she didn't like it, it would be mine.
Uh, don't do that. Don't do. I'm not gonna do. That. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's there. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some CJ Henderson or uh, you know, conversation in the chat as well. Uh, Simon, uh, my buddy from London, he asked that what like why not trade for CJ Henderson? Let me say this. I love CJ Henderson. He was a top ten pick on my board. He went number nine overall, I believe, to the Jaguars. The talent is undeniable. One of the best cover corners I've graded in a long time. I don't know what happened. This is an off-the-field issue. Um, now, Urban Meyer is a dog crap coach. Go back, listen to the last episode. You want to hear me go off on that one. But there was definitely a mix-up with he didn't want to play for him. He didn't want to go to practice for him. He didn't want to be a part of it. Coaching staff went out to reach out to him. So, like, I we don't know what happened there. But there's definitely some issues off the field and coachability-wise and whatever. So... He went for pennies. They, they traded him for a backup 30-year-old tight end, Dan Arnold, which he's a hell of a football player. I'm not trying to like throw shade, but he's a backup 30-year-old tight end. He's not even a starter. And a third-round pick. Um, they got him cheap. And I think they got back a fifth-rounder. Like, like, yeah, they got back a fifth-rounder too. So I, I, I don't know. Me personally, I, I really hope that they checked in and made that call. You know, Whether or not John Lynch and Shanahan were like, nope, not a locker room issue. We're not going to bring that in here. But... I don't think that they're to the point yet where they're ready to like push in all the chips. I think they like what they have in the room. They just got to, it's just got to play out. I think they like Josh Norman way more than we expect. I think they see Josh Norman as a starter the rest of the year. The fact that he got the start over Demo, who's balled out all training camp and the first two games of the season, like that spoke volumes to me. I was shocked. I was appalled by it. I was upset by it. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you, you know what that is. So I think they really like Josh Norman. We know they like Emmanuel Mosley. And then if you look at the nickel spot, you've got Kwan Williams be back in a, you know about a month. Demo can shore that up. You got Scrine. You got number 27. You got some depth. You just called it up. You know, we talked about this earlier in the podcast, but you just brought up Devontae Harris. So you've got bodies that you like in the building. You just got to get them out there. You got to get them out there. And so we just got to wait and see a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it, we're, we're not to the point yet where it's like, all right, oh my gosh. And I know we want to go skies falling, but you don't play Aaron Rodgers every week. Now we do play Russell Wilson this week, damn it. Um, and yeah, those wide receivers are going to have a field day. But we're, we're, the bye week is coming up, all right? So we got Russell Wilson, then we got, you know, little guy can't ride roller coasters, Kyler Murray. And then you got a bye week. I think that's when you reassess. You don't panic right now. Even at the bye week, the, you know, trade deadline's not even close. So let's, let's get through this, this quarter that we started talking about earlier. These five, first five games, and then reassess. And then you got the bye week, and you can coach up and all those things. So... Chill, relax. The 49ers actually like the roster. Uh, we haven't seen everybody play back there. Drake Kirkpatrick, you know, it took him a week. We got to wait and see. So, you know, cashing in all the chips, I don't know. I, I would have liked to have gotten C.J. Henderson personally just because the talent was just so superb. But the 49ers culture is pretty freaking awesome, and I want to keep that as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Again, if you haven't yet, head over to Patreon, patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Uh, just type that in. Join us. Support us. Uh, that's the best way to support this podcast so we can keep creating new events and all the kind of stuff that we do more episodes a week all that kind of stuff that's the best way to do it and you get all of that freaking film um which is almost impossible to get all 22 nowadays but we got you we got you thanks guys really appreciate it and as always
Stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.